Ramble. Hey there, beautiful people, and welcome to the tripod. We have sexy Miles. <gasps> hey, cuties. Beautiful Keith. Oh, hi there, cuties. We've got bootyful Ned. Hello there. And we've got Zaddy Zach. Hi there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, just uh, now that everyone is uh, a little roused. (laughs) Now that everybody's uh, here. (laughs) A lot of fun stuff to talk about. The big news of the week is our partners launched a podcast. It's called You Can Sit With Us. It launched last week. It's every Tuesday. I don't know about you guys, but it's causing problems in my household. What? Well, you know, they... They are officially more popular than us. That's the problem, <laughs> Ned. The first episode did better uh, on YouTube than any of our last 10 episodes. Maggie now, she's strutting around and she won't say because she seems all sweet, but you can tell that she's got this extra pep in her step because she knows that she's already a better podcast host than me. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. fucked up. Why don't they come back when they won a Webby Award for comedy? Actually, the Webbies did reach out and they. Oh, really? Yeah, they just won a Webby. They're taking it back? Yeah, they're giving it to the trial. I know. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, Ariel was pretty thrilled. She was like, ooh, I'm a podcast host now. Uh, you know, we've always known that Ariel has a a, a sultry voice Mm -hmm, way back. That's, you know, podcast episode. Well, yeah, I mean, we talk about that all the time. Yep. We talk about that all the time. All the time. <laughs> Standing uh, Miles Nation introduction. Yes, of course. Ariel Fulmer. But no, it's great to see. You can sit with us. You can stream it everywhere you get podcasts every Tuesday. I mean, it's it's like our podcast, but even better. Better. <laughs> better. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to go. I'm going to beg of you guys. If you're out there listening, do not listen to You Can Sit With Us. It's available every single place <laughs> that podcasts are available. So it's going to take a lot for you to avoid it. You could listen to it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube. Don't do it. They Don't are it. They are sharing our it's deepest, darkest secrets. In this episode that comes out on Tuesday, Maggie talked about how we met. That's a private story. She talked about the time she found a dildo in my bed. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna tell you the what? details of <laughs> yeah, that because it is did. so deeply personal. Why would? Why would you even want to know what that story is? That's crazy. You don't want to know that. I so feel don't like we've told listen. that story six times on the tribe. <laughs> it's a good story. <laughs> I, I think we all know. I know. I've heard it. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> on iTunes, it says Maggie, Becky, and Ariel are your new best friends. In their weekly Ugh. podcast, they dive into female friendships, current events, and what's going on in their lives. Who Sit down with them that? and enjoy. <laughs> Our your new best friends, so then they're not my best friend anymore. Sounds like they're trying to replace us in your life, and I'm not gonna stand for it. <laughs> <laughs> Zach is continuing his quest for more beef. Mm-hmm. Now beef. with his own significant other. I think I finally found <laughs> I found my target. Now we can title this episode We Almost Broke Up. <laughs> They do say, keep your enemies closer, and I'm keeping her very close. Mm. Oh, I was just going to say, it's like the tripod if you like us, but with class. Just go listen to it. And I was like, oh, we're talking about their podcast so much. Why don't we talk about what's cool about us? Yeah. Maybe the reason, mm. like, we have cool stuff. We're, we're cool. You felt I still cool. got my cat. Yeah. Uh, he keeps sneaking into this room. He's not allowed in this room. <laughs> He's been sneaking in and hiding under the... Ski-ball machine, which update? I think I'm going to throw it away. No. No. Why? It's, no. It's, it's lived its life. I've stopped playing it, and it takes up about, you know, <laughs> 20 square room. feet. And that's a lot of square feet in an apartment. So it makes it hard to get in. Like, see how far that couch is pushed toward the closet? It makes it very hard to access the closet. So it just, it's got to go. <laughs> what uh, What's your next cardboard carnival game construction? I don't know. I've thought about doing a pinball machine and those uh, I used to do those as a kid, but I used little shoebox ones. So I thought maybe I could make like a bigger one. Oh, you know what I really thought would be funny that I think I can do is an air hockey table. Yeah. So I just need to take use for the fan. Would you just get underneath it and blow it with your mouth? (laughs) No, I have an old like simple oscillating fan from like Target, you know, like a $25 fan, but it's pretty big. So I think if I put that in the base and then I put, uh, 
a you know a, a car, flat piece of cardboard with holes but maybe another one below that that also has holes just so it disperses it evenly because i'm not exactly sure how to make sure the air is even throughout the whole top uh and then you can make little cardboard pucks little cardboard things that should be very doable i like the idea yeah. of your air hockey table with the oscillation so that they're <laughs> dead zones that kind of randomly you have to time the shot <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a variable playing field. Did you guys ever have those hockey games where you move the little rods back and forth, and when you twisted it, the little player like flipped back and forth? Yeah, foosball. Oh yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no he's no, talking no. about the Specific, hockey version. It's of like foosball. a hockey version oh. where you would control individual players, and like the rod, if you moved it back and forth, you could move them like forward and back over the mm-hmm. entire length of the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had like at home versions of that, but there also are arcade versions of that. It was like a. Yeah. It's like in a glass bubble. You remember like, uh, man, I always love talking about arcades. It's my favorite thing ever. But there were like, uh, Zach, was it you and I who found the the weird Pac-Man game or somebody else? I found this baby Pac-Man. Oh, my and, God. It was and it's, wild. It's baby Pac-Man. And it's Pac-Man on top. Very normal, right? Pac-Man. It's Pac-Man. Just smaller. Yeah. But when you go down, so if you exit the screen down, which that was one of the options, you instead release a pinball to a miniature pinball game. And you play pinball, and then when you lose the ball, Mr. Little Pac-Man comes out the top screen, and now you're playing Pac-Man again. It was so bizarre. And also, even though it was clearly made for babies, the absolute hardest pinball game (laughs) I have ever played. It was made for babies. It's not made for babies. It's baby Pac-Man. It's for babies. Anyone Mrs. under Pac-Man is just is just anyone for, under for twelve is a baby. <laughs> I will say one of Wes's recent hobbies has been to carry the power drill around. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> Hell yeah! He gets into the tool basket, grabs the power drill, and he calls it the nail gun. And he says, "Nail gun!" <laughs> oh, wow, man. he's so right. I, I've actually been like fixing some things with him. Like I fixed our gate. It was you know whatever. It was. Creak in, and I totally fixed it. Now it's, it's so Woo. smooth. It's so pretty. Yeah, I'm so proud of it. It's a daddy project. Man. But like, I'll, I'll protect her. The I'll household. Put, yeah, protecting the household. Yeah, whatever. Providing and protecting. Anyways, um, it, literally, Edward does mean that. Uh, <clears throat> Wes, <laughs> well, I'll put it in the screw, and then I'll let him press the button, and then uh, it'll he'll like screw in or unscrew screws with me. It's it's really fun. I feel like I'm doing little projects wow. with my kid. Also, he did scratch uh, our car. <laughs> Wait, this this something. Edward, your name means the protector. I yeah, it means don't... like noble protector or something. You guys don't know what your first names mean. I don't know what my first name means. Do you guys know what your first name? So mine is very funny because Habersberger means oat hill, like a hill of oats, like a farm of oats on a hill. And then Keith means from the battlefield. Oh, so my name is from the oat hill battlefield. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) You must have made a name for yourself on the battlefield. I'm assuming I'm what I'm hoping is that the reason Habersberger evolved into its version was that at some point he was a brewer. And he made like oat stouts. That's my mm. hope. I mean, this is obviously me just imagining what I want, but that is what I want. And then he had to go to war and <laughs> he so, became Keith Habersberger. I just Googled mine. And Edward, of course, is the name of a lot of British kings. Uh, it's an Anglo Saxon worm, Ed, which means like wealth, fortune, prosperous, and then Word, which is guardian protector. So my name literally means. Uh, <laughs> Rich daddy. <laughs> Rich daddy. <laughs> or, uh, you know, wealthy protector. Ooh. Which I guess is what you want in a king, sort of. Eugene, what's your name mean? The etymology is a little problematic. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. But think of another word that uses my, the root of my name. Oh. Eugenics? Yeah, Uh-oh. yikes. Jeans, oh. race, stock, or kin. You, noble, well-born. Oh, oh. Well-born, so it means good genes. But Yang is fun. Yang is like in the yin yang. Yang is, or yang as it's pronounced, is uh, like the masculine. It's like the sky. It's bright. It's positive, which is weird because I'm totally more of a yin. (laughs) Well, that's the balance. Zach, your name means God remembers. 
Oh, I was going to say a joke. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you do your I'll joke. do a we joke instead. Still that. say it, Zach. I'll say it. Say it. Talk about it, Zach. It's still good. Tell us the joke. for it, bro. The listeners are like, impress us with the joke. Give us the joke, Zach. This is crazy. I'm looking up my name here, and it says the meaning is super handsome with stunning ankles and a charismatic personality. Wow. That's awesome. That was the joke? That was that the was joke, a, Eugene. Eugene, that was a good that was joke. It was a joke. I wouldn't Eugene. say oh. joke. I, th- I thought the joke was going to be on the actual definition. You'd say it meant God forgot. <laughs> That's a better joke. <laughs> yeah, I'd say my name meaning God remembers. I, I don't know that he wants to remember everything I've been doing. Nasty. Oh, he does. Wow, Eugene, did you know that there were a lot of popes named Eugene? Yeah, uh, I often cite this for some reason because it's one of my favorite things to chat about, but... You know how there's like names that just go extinct? There's just names yeah. that don't exist anymore. Yeah. So Agnes. Eugene's on the short list of uh, uh, endangered names. No, like your name going... is is yeah. endangered. None of our none of us are gonna name our kid Eugene. However, I certain will. names <laughs> I'll certain name names my kid like, Eugene. <laughs> con- certain names are consistently popular, like Edward, Zach, Keith. Even to a certain degree, is not dying out it's just maybe not as popular as not as popular <laughs> well i mean and then Eugene. there are some names that resurge like uh generation and then it skips like um like gem names and flower names mm. were very popular amongst the boomers 60s. parents but boomers hated them boomers were never named that yeah and then uh all the millennials want to name our kids you know petunia violet yeah <laughs> petunia rose i mean opal Eugene, you're killing it in the middle ages I feel like it's time because you are so popular, like you, Eugene Li Yang, you will probably be somewhat responsible for a resurgence in the name Eugene. Yeah. Also, so. people love Shit's Creek. Eugene Levy's never been hotter. Who knew? You yeah. Know? Who knew it would happen now? Yeah. People may That's not true. directly think that they're naming their kids after you. I mean, some might, but it, it just in general, it'll be in their consciousness and they'll have a positive association with it. And I bet. In like 10, 15 years, we'll see a lot more Eugenes in the world because of you. Eugene, you have my word that I will name my child Eugene, and I shall name it after you, and I shall name my second child Eugenia, and all of my children will be an ode to you. Zach, don't, don't name your kid Eugene Kornfeld. That kid's going to get picked on so much. <laughs> Eugene yeah. Kornfeld. Eugene Kornfeld. Well, no, I'll name my child Eugene Liang Kornfeld. I shall name my child Jean Jennifer, spelled with a G. I'm okay Ugh. with Eugene going out of style. I think Gene should continue. That's kind of a cool name. Yeah. You know? Gene. Or just, you know, everyone name their kid Keith. Yeah, so, you know, the situation I'm in is you can't shorten Keith, and Keith ain't short for nothing. It's just Keith. You, there's, you can't be uh. a Zachary Zach. You can't be a Gene Eugene. You can't be a Edward Ed. You, know, you just got to be a Keith. What about, do you ever extend your nickname? Perhaps you could be Keithy. Yeah, I could be Keithy. Uh, Keithifer. <laughs> don't love it. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Keithy. Um, but I do have Douglas as my middle name. And the reason Dougie. is that my, my parents gave all of my brothers and I middle names that could be last names in case we wanted to drop Haversberger because it's so long. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Haversberger is a hilarious name. It's so diff- it's so challenging. And it just got so many letters in it. Why would I drop it? That's so, that's so considerate of them. And strangely, uh, self-defeating. <laughs> kind of. Well, it's also... Yeah. The funnier thing is that my brothers both have middle names relating to family names. Both their first and like middle name are like family lineage names. But Keith Douglas means nothing because they didn't want to offend either side of the family. So instead, they just offended me by giving me no attachment to either side of the family. <laughs> You're untethered in history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's Keith Douglas is just, well, let's grab some names that sound fun <laughs> together and those will, that'll be that kid's name. I mean, let's be real. Out of everyone's names, I would probably probably name my kid Miles. Oh my God, oh. Miles is a good name. I want to cry. I'm just saying, you have the cool. That's <laughs> you have the coolest it. name, objectively. You do have Miles. The name. Oh my God, Miles. Your name means boastful soldier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Bonsignor means good sir, essentially gentleman. Oh. So. 
Boastful good soldier, sir. good sir. Boastful soldier, yeah, nope. good sir. <laughs> no <laughs> wonder you command a whole nation. Exactly. That's right. The leader of the nation. I just like that your name is a unit of measurement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that a thing? The Miles Nation has a decentralized government? Yeah, the Miles Nation is oh, run really? by the people. I can be ousted from, from oh, wow. the issue. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, you heard it here first, <laughs> listeners. This is your chance to overthrow <laughs> yeah, Miles please. as your ruler. Yeah. I welcome yeah. it. Uh, I misread it, Miles. Your name actually just means soldier. Um, oh, well, hey, it was saying it. A, another type of Miles, Miles Gloriosus, who was a stock character in classical comic Roman dramas, was boastful soldier. Love to hear that. I'll you know, take. Soldier. But I, I still think like you, you being boastful, you're really more of a Miles Gloriosus, yeah. really. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it for sure, <laughs> fellas. Yes. Guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys. Hey, guys. I, oh, I guys. have a story that I have not told. Ooh, I want to hear your story. Mm, that's rare. That's rare for quarantine. <laughs> We've really exhausted most I of know. most stories. That's rare for Zach. <laughs> I, yeah. I know. Who knew? <laughs> guys, I want to try something different this week. I would like to talk about myself. <laughs> Whoa. First <laughs> Whoa. time. First New time segment. ever. Wow. Wow. All right. Here New we go. Zach talks about Zach. <laughs> <laughs> New segment. New segment. <laughs> More wow. sound. Well, I need a theme song for my new segment. Well, actually. You guys may or may not know this, and same to the, the viewers out there, but during this quarantine, I, Zachy Kornfeld, became a movie star. <gasps> I was in the highest grossing movie in America, what? and I am the star of that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, what? I know what you're, this is. You're waiting for a catch, and there is one. Uh, uh, so a friend, a buddy of mine, Eric Tabak, who has a YouTube channel, Gesundheit Bowie, I don't know if you guys could hear that, but he loves sneezing. So a buddy of mine, Eric, he came up with this plan during quarantine, during the pandemic, all the movie theaters in the world, or in America, they're all closed. So he goes, oh my God, I've always wanted to, be, to make movies, to be a movie star. This is my chance. If I make a movie and get it into theaters, box office numbers are so abysmally low that what? we can become the number one movie in America. So we filmed the entire thing over Zoom. It's a horror movie. Uh, fun fact, I actually still haven't watched it yet, so I don't even know if it's good or not. I, I've been busy. Doesn't matter. Classic Forgot movie about star it. Yeah, doesn't matter. I'm like Adam Driver. I don't actually watch yeah. my movies. I, yeah. I just, I, I'm just a brilliant actor. It's about the work, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I, the process is the reward. Mm-hmm. Um, so we filmed it in, in a night. It took, a, you know, f- for me, just a few hours. Just a few hours and it's in an entire movie? It's like a 20, it's a short film. It's like a 25 minute movie. Wow. It can get into a movie theater being only 25 minutes long? So what they did, he found this loophole where, I forget what the word of it is, where basically he rented at a theater and all of the money went right back to him. So he rented at a theater and just made it a sold out movie for an entire day, again and again and again. The move, the money goes right back to Wait, him? Like he, the, yeah, the movie he, theater pays you out? So he did a buyout. A portion of the yeah, ticket yeah. sales? He, he did a buyout of the theater for, let's say, let, I'm throwing out a number, $25,000. Sure. And then he out, charged right. every ticket to add up to $25,000 because that was the threshold that that theater needed to be for that person to get all of the money. So he bought those oh. tickets and then it would pay him back. Now, what's interesting about this loophole is that it's going to be problematic when he does his taxes. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really it's going to be really problematic because <laughs> he's going to have gained all of that revenue. But won't he have lost it with the 25000 that he used to buy out the theater? I think it's like it's a hold of 25000 I could call you, him right now. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's you can watch the video. He explains it a little bit better than us, but uh, he doesn't, I think, realize yet that he no, technically he, has to claim that he had he all of that in revenue. <laughs> Oh, yeah, boy. he's, uh, oh, he's going to be a little boned in a couple months. But <laughs> I'm not going to be because officially, officially, go off, Zach. Yeah, it was on Box Office Mojo. It's a real thing. We were, by a couple hundred dollars, the number one grossing movie wow. in America for that one day. Wow. So what a funny, what a funny uh, little, little cheating of the system there. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so cool. So f- henceforth, I would like to be referred to as... Box office star Zach mm. Zachy Kornfeld. Box office breaking superstar Zach. <laughs> Thank you. The Stone Johnson. <laughs> that feels right. 
Yeah, sounds like a porn star name, though. <laughs> Zach, I'm sorry. Zach the Stone Johnson feels uh-huh. right to you. That's what feels right. Zach the Sandy Loam Johnson. Does that mean some poor projectionist had to yeah. replay that movie <laughs> yep. over and over wow. to... Zero, zero view, zero audience members. Uh, to two audience members, Eric was there. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay, so not totally wasted time. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty, pretty bad. And also, That's as someone funny. who adores movies, at first I was like, "This is fucking awesome," and then I was like, "Wait a second, the industry that I love is just limping along barely for life, and the fact that we could just <laughs> rent out a theater and for not even twenty five thousand dollars be the number one movie." Oh my God, <laughs> it really actually broke my heart. Yeah, that means no one is spending money at movies right now. Well, nope, you can't. Nope, nope. The only no, place you, you can can't. would be a drive-in. You see those lists going around about the most uh, susceptible you might be to to exposure to coronavirus in based on activities. Yeah. I believe movie theaters is on a one to 10 scale, like an eight. It's, oh, like no. place. Yeah. it's bad. It's yeah. You're just such an you're in such close proximity and and you don't know how well they clean. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I was thinking maybe I could get away with it because you wouldn't really be in close proximity. Yeah, I'm not going to a packed I, movie theater, but like right, five right. people, right? Isn't that okay? But no, recirculated air, being inside for three hours together, almost as bad as a plane. You know, I've seen not worse. that there there is something they're doing on planes, and I I should have I should have sold this idea when I had it because they said at the very beginning of coronavirus, one of the things that helps kill it is UV light, like over like a, a prolonged exposure to UV light is supposedly can take it away. So they've been using like UV light cleaning on airplanes, uh, where they're like literally just blasting it with light uh, oh and you taking, get to like, your destination and get a tan <laughs> oh my god i don't think they do it simultaneously i think it's just an in-between flight thing but that's a great idea I do it simultaneously instead of little peanut packs they give you the little tanning goggles <laughs> you know i guess it is a big metal tube very similar to yeah, a tanning bed right. you just make the all the overhead lights just uv oh my god where were you in boca actually i was in alaska but this tan is from the airplane thing Thank you. I was in Alaska Airlines. You know, we will have one of us understand a little bit more about the airline procedure as Eugene has to take a plane soon. Yes. So uh, a rather serious announcement for our audience members, but I will be um, leaving for Korea uh, for at least six weeks. Uh, due to a very severe illness in the family. So all of the family is going to be flying over there. Um, I will be, uh, obviously I won't be working uh, during that time because I need to be close to uh, my loved ones. And so uh, you will not see me in the tripod for the next six weeks. And hilariously, when I get back, you probably won't see me in Try Guys main channel videos for a little bit. But... um, Everyone's being very supportive, so thank y'all for that. And we are going to be fine. But I think uh, what we can talk about is the kind of insane aspects to air travel, especially going to a foreign country, Um, which is kind of the the irony is that as nervous as I am, I feel like Korea should be far more nervous that I as an American is coming there. They are. (laughs) Yeah, They definitely are. So what's the procedure like? I know that when I get there, um, Korea is one of the countries that uses um, an app that you also are uh, monitored by with GPS. Whoa. So you have to um, download an app, put in all your information, and so that way they can also track you to make sure you don't leave the room that you're in. Whoa. So, yeah. You're not so, even allowed to get like go down to the lobby to get a quick bite to eat no no get it's a little um, muffin they, to go no korea korea mandates uh most countries are uh are require a two-week quarantine once you arrive that's, if you're coming from smart. out of country that's how they have um, so but few cases it's more stringent in places like korea because uh if you come to america you kind of can just go and say you're going to someone's house and then they don't know if you're walking out or going to the bars within the next two weeks. Right. But in Korea, um, they can actually see where you're at, which is why when those f- announcements first came out, you have that classic argument where someone's saying, oh, they're sacrificing their freedom for safety. 
Um, yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they're, that's why they're, their uh their their rate Safe. was so low and is so low um but it will be fascinating because um you can't leave the room so they assign you a hotel or government sanctioned building that Whoa. is only full of travelers i think there's some things that can cause exceptions like if you uh i think that if you can really pry with the the consulate or something you can maybe get some exception about choosing the hotel you're at or where you're staying, but I do know that the main rule is that wherever you're at, food is delivered to your door three times a day. Like you, you oh. so you can't. Uh, they leave it at your door. You know, at least you room have service. things like, yeah, Wi-Fi, mandatory the, room service. Sounds yeah. luxurious. <laughs> yeah, yeah those salads are thirty-five dollars. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, That's the challenge is being by yourself and isolated yeah. for two. You weeks. can't even isolate with your party. No, you can't isolate with any people you're traveling with. What if you're really? married and have a small baby? Then you can't go there, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think like maybe they allow the baby to stay with potentially the mother or the father. But overall, yeah, like I'm traveling wouldn't. with siblings and uh, I know that they they put you in individual rooms. Wow. That's shocking to me. You can't be with your siblings. Uh, I think they could, but they also, I don't know. I think that there's... I think whatever they're doing, they just want to make be as safe now, as possible. Do you want to be with your siblings, Eugene? Would you yeah, rather be true. in a room Hell with your no. yourself? Yeah. I'm imagining Honestly, Wes just like having the time of his life in a room by himself, just like <laughs> pulling <laughs> off, like flipping the toilet paper roll everywhere and like pulling out all the magazines. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there are exceptions, especially for infants. Um, but yeah, I think that you know, like any travel situation with siblings, I would have loved a shared living room area with separate rooms. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Like growing up, so that you don't want to murder each other at the end of every day. But um, for for young kids listening to this who have siblings, it doesn't end. You always still have the same relationship with your siblings. That's not true. Uh, I my my relationship <laughs> has strengthened beyond any um, any bit of my imagination as a child. <laughs> oh. Our, our relationship is strengthened, but we still want to kill each other. Like the the desire to kill each other yeah. is stronger? No, no. The desire to kill each other is weaker now, oh. but it's it's still there. It's still, it's still there. prevalent. Mm. I guess, we don't yes. Hit e we don't hit each other anymore. But if you're in a room with your sister or brother for like two weeks straight, I feel like you'd want to kill each other. I'm curious what, uh, what you're doing to prepare yourself to pass that time. So I, I did two and a half weeks of isolation. A lot of people out there are doing it. Uh, if they live alone. But when I did it, I, one was in, I had like a lot of my stuff with me. I had Bowie with me. So I at least was able to go on walks. You're going to be in one room, which again, I think a lot of people out there, especially during the early lockdowns have done that, but not in a different country. So what are you bringing with you? What are you, what are you planning on to, to make use of your time? And yeah, are you going to get really into Starcraft and try and work out yourself up the competitive rankings? Well, here's the thing is, I think most people would probably first say video games, but I don't play video games. Now's a great so time to start. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like I'm actually going to do the impossible and be extremely productive. Mm. So I'm going to do a lot of personal work. Mm. Um, so I'm going to just kind of treat it like I am in the uh, quote unquote writer's cabin in the woods. Oh, so yeah, I guess that's I'm going to try to be it's like a writer's more retreat. productive. Yeah, I'm trying to be more productive than I was. And I'm sure that we all feel during quarantine at home because it is very impossible to work on things. And uh, that also might encourage me to also try to take a step back from social media over the six weeks. Mm -hmm. So I might be going generally pretty dark for the time that I'm there, which I think will be good because I think the last thing, you know, your family needs is you instinctively glancing down at your phone all mm -hmm. the time, which is, you know, we're used to each other doing it, but I think in a, in an illness situation, I think it would just be like probably the height of rudeness for me to do that. So yeah, I think I'm going to try to just step back from everything and figure things out. Maybe I'll finally get abs because I'm not going to have that much access to alcohol. Hey. So <laughs> doing the video Ned wanted me to do. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, overall I'm going to try to uh, remain positive and make whatever I'm bringing to that quarantine very positive so I don't come out feeling crazy or or groggy or uninspired um just because i think the most important part is after that quarantine why i'm gone for so long is then i have approximately four weeks to actually be with my family right. so right. 
I want to come out like fucking, you know, chipper as fuck. Because funnily enough, you guys, we joke about this. I am the Heath Ned Zach of my family. Like, <laughs> you're really gonna I'm, loop us all in I'm, one. Uh, yeah, I think we're all like one that. person. Really? I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. like they're um, my. I think they're most excited for me to go there to provi- provide provide uh, clown like entertainment. Mm. So, well, I, think I can't my, be mad at that. <laughs> my mother, my mother explicitly, she explicitly called me useless because I'm not fluent in Korean. One of my sisters and my stepsister are. So she's like, well, you can just, you know, dance around and maybe uh, find movies to watch. And I was like, okay, I can do that. She's like, make jokes, be funny. And I said, all right, cool. Trained my whole life for this. So, Eugene, I hope that one thing you will find with a sort of like social media pause or this quarantine time is a realization that I had somewhat recently where I, I did like a mini, mini retreat for my birthday. And it was a really concentrated time to be away from my, you know, the kind of the routine of home and all of our work and social media. And I kind of left very rejuvenated and feeling it kind of you know i was feeling kind of depressed off and on and that kind of really helped set me build me back up again but one thing that i realized was i was getting caught in this trap of something that has been called doom scrolling on some news websites where you know you're just reading a bunch of information about you know the coronavirus in the world and getting very upset about things and uh and i realized that if like me reading an additional news article on my phone would not make me happy but me really like focusing on my child or my family or trying to really have a a a present be present and have a, a real connection a moment of connection with the people I love, that's what was nourishing me and making me happy. I'm doing the opposite. I'm kind of thriving in the spiral, baby. I'm just sort of <laughs> raging myself up every day. I'm just finding just some other thing to revving up your to, engine. <laughs> yeah. Just find something else to be mad about because there's things that people need to need. People need to be put in their place. I, you, I don't want to wear a mask. Fuck you. You you want to be racist? Well, fuck you too. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting. Yeah. I'm fighting. I'm fighting them all. I'm getting them. Taking them down. It has been fun to see stuff. the the activation of Keith because he on social media. It was, you were not you were a very like passive poster, mm-hmm. I would say, for a long time, yeah. and you now your fisticuffs are out and you're ready to rumble. <laughs> I've been I've been waiting. You know, I've been like uh, I've been I used to have this approach to I probably I'm just going to like just by engaging with trolls, it gives them validity, and I have switched to. If people can see trolls engaging with me and I don't tell them they're wrong, then I don't want people to think that they shouldn't stand up to other people in their life that are wrong. I think you, so I've changed mine to be, I'm trying to be an example. If someone hears something that's wrong from their family member or someone else, I want them to have the courage to say, hey, that's incorrect. And also try to provide some information. Now, I'll start with information. And if they're just a troll, then eventually I'll just be mean. Um, But I try (laughs) not to start with just meanness. I've been vi- do it lately when I am rebutting someone or mean to you know mean to them. I say it in the sweetest, nicest way possible. It's like, "Hello, Leslie. Thank you for your note. Here's why you're wrong. It's an your, imbecile your stance for you to take. Character. I wish you the best." It's like I, <laughs> I uh, put them down with just the absolute love. Although I, I am going to take you know uh, uh, something out of Ned's book because I'm going to go on a little retreat. Uh, Although the fun variable oh, really? I have is that, so my brother and I, um, we're each going, we're meeting in the middle. We're going to drive, uh, but it's a 12 hour drive for each of us going different directions. We're going to do some, do I know it's going to be long. Uh, it's going to be some hiking in New Mexico, some of the trails. And I'm also excited because I'm going to take like the Southern route through Tucson and I've never driven that route before. So it's one of the few, few routes in America that I've never driven. Um, so I'm excited to do that, and then we're going to hike, but we're considering bringing the cat. Why bring the cat? I don't know. Why the fuck not bring the cat? Cats um, known as intrepid hikers. 
Well, he's just going to hang out at the Airbnbs while we hike. It's more like uh, we're only going to hike sort of every other day and we're going for like nine days. So we'll have like break days and just hanging out in nature. We're mostly doing cabins. I imagine we a have... backpacking trip. No. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you're going to have a little backpack for the cat. So he's got these cat saddle bags. Eat. He's just I walking you, next to you up these Alfred trails. Alfred doesn't like being in bags. Uh, but yesterday we did just put him on a harness and a leash and we took him down to the car and he drove with us to Popeye's and back. Um, and he enjoyed the car ride. He was chill. He, he was a little nervous at first, but then he was like, totally like whatever. And I've had cats that hated cars that were always like so bewildered by their motion. But this cat, man, he just proves time and time again, he's the most perfect cat. Well, also, Keith, you were taking him to Popeye's. Any cat would be stoked I mean, for that. He was amped. And then when he we got back, we gave chicken. him one of his gave him one of his gross ass treats that are called broths. It's just a packet of broth and oh. a little bit of flaky meat. And boy, does it smell horrific. But he loves it. Like delicious for a cat. Yeah, he's like he's into it. Let's go back but, to we're we're looking at or sorry do you have more there Keith? No, I just gonna say we're we're tr- trying to figure out how we put a litter box in the car and oh, and geez. drive with him because it's twelve hours. He, <laughs> do not stop short, Keith. I know. So we're <laughs> figuring is, out. Can you litter everywhere? <laughs> well, Eugene, we wish you the best and we will miss you. And yeah. I hope that everything uh, goes as well as can be expected well, let's talk about we're, we're, we're facing six weeks without eugene right this is the mm-hmm. first time that we will have been that long without you in our life since since almost six the years beginning. ago which is crazy um so you you made a quick reference to this but just so people understand we film so far ahead that for these next six weeks you're still going to be on our channel and it's not till when you mm-hmm. get back that our production cycle is going to catch up and then you're going to it's going to be a a lopsided absence. Yeah. He'll be absent and we'll still on the be able now. to like draw some things out. I mean, the video we released on Monday, I think we filmed in February. Yeah. People don't yeah. know, but that's how we do things. That's how we do. <laughs> it takes a while. But you know, what's what's good is if you follow both the Try Guys YouTube channel and the Tripod, then that means you would get nonstop Eugene mm-hmm. true. in your life. Because because of that lapse in the cycle. So you you viewers don't have to live this horrific reality that we will without our precious, <laughs> precious boy. You know, so it, you're lucky. It, you're lucky. You're so Eugene, lucky. Uh, it's, it's now we're recording this on Tuesday. What does the rest of the week look like for you? Uh, filming 20,000 Try Guys videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're trying to film a month's worth of videos in three days. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically getting all of these banked so that we have videos. Uh, so it doesn't feel like anything's totally out of the ordinary for the main channel. Uh, and then, yeah, just prepping for. I mean, I haven't been back to Korea actually in over twelve years, thirteen Whoa. years, which is crazy because that's considered, I think, one of. I mean, I've been there over five times, but it all happened like within the same five to six year period. Mm-hmm. And then I just like came to LA and was working, working, working. But uh, it's going to be interesting because it's also during coronavirus, but it's also going back to the motherland, you know? Mm-hmm. That's my motherland. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting to see how, how it is. And also, it is so interesting to go places as a... As so y'all don't have this experience as much, I think, because you don't necessarily identify as one particular uh, race, but as in Korean-American, when I go there, I'm American. Like, mm, right. I open my mouth... And they see me and they're just like, oh, you're American. And it's such a weird, interesting cultural exchange huh. that. But it's only after American, you open your mouth. Yeah. You you examine me in in my American context. And that's my experience. But then my experience with people who are from Korea, born and raised in Korea, is also very different. Um, often, you know, regarded with some fascination or probably some annoyance because, you know, I'm American. So uh yeah it'll be it'll be cool to be able to you know meet a lot of people i haven't gotten to meet over the past 12 years yeah going as an adult very different than going as a child yeah and i'm like way more attractive now yeah Yeah, you're like way more attractive i'm excited to hear from you what is it like to be in a country with a competent government i I have no memory of that so i i can't (laughs) wait to hear yeah it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird it's gonna it's gonna be like uh like everyone's gonna be wearing a mask I think like in Asian countries like that, you if you're not wearing a mask, it's akin to to blowing your nose and wiping it all over 
the seat and Ew. the space around you. Like, I think that you would be vilified just like immediately by everyone around you. Are you so. allowed to walk in like some like major public squares and spaces? Like, I bet it would be pretty neat to see some iconic locations very empty. Yeah, I think they're they're it's open. It's not empty. It's they're more open than we are. So. Yeah. Wow. They can like go shop because everyone that go... comes in stays in a hotel for two weeks. They figured their shit yeah, out, man. They they have baseball games going again. I think what? they're going back to school soon. Like Korea, be nice. Life's marching Ugh. back to normal. It's that's what happens when you follow fucking rules. I, I think to to talk about this past weekend, to July Fourth. What I have seen is that the the bad actors are are not limited just to people in you know, Trump's America who don't believe in mask wearing. There's also a lot of liberally minded people who are going on their socials to tell you about how serious and dangerous this is, who are still very egocentric and want to have their party. And they go, oh, well, I know that my friends are fine. No, you don't. Uh, so I'd say that right now there's blame to go all around in every community. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about the close proximity of fireworks in all our neighborhoods last oh, week? And I mean, it I'm talking crazy. like four houses down, straight mortars being launched, <laughs> exploding over my face. We had that. As well. Oh my God. Yeah, it was. So in LA, I mean, you probably, if, if you, you look on Twitter, there were a lot of uh, videos circulating of how many fireworks are going off. All the, obviously, all illegal. It's totally illegal here. LA turned um, into Florida over the 4th of July. <laughs> I mean, it was straight Duval. Yeah. For, for six hours, I could just hear non like there wasn't a single second that didn't have at least a distant bang in it. And it was so intense, like for so long, that the next morning we had the worst air quality yeah. in yeah, the world. Yeah, there was like this haze. There's yeah, just this gunpowder haze over the, the entire, uh, entire like, and it was like a little like misty. Ugh. So it's just uh -huh. the the moisture mixed with the haze, and it just felt thick. Uh, yeah. You couldn't. I couldn't walk my dog the next day. Your eyes stung. I was trying to watch the second act of Hamilton and it was just like pop 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 and then there's some big ones I'd go outside and I'd try and look because I was like oh well fireworks are cool to look at but then it, they were so infrequent because it wasn't like an actual Same. you know like city go. display yeah. then I'm just standing on my front porch looking at nothing then I could go back inside try and watch the movie and it's just pop 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 yeah. So I, I did don't know see what two it's... that were like right on my block, very mm -hmm. scary explosions, and I did not appreciate it. Ned, you may know what it is that it's measuring, but in your app, it, oh, it's just the air quality index, as Keith was saying. And I don't know what that number means, but right now, like New York is 53. And I was looking all around at different cities. It was like 42, 38, 53, a little high. The other day, the day after this, it was over 240 oh in Los my Angeles. God. It was, it was crazy. crazy. So when Beijing he said levels. that you could literally see it, like oh. there was literally a thick mist in the, it was just, ugh, crazy, crazy, crazy. I mean, what, fireworks wow. are basically just blowing up the periodic table of elements. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. It's, you it's get all metals. the colors from metals. <laughs> yeah, so what you're breathing in is actually like, gunpowder and just metals like burned charred metal like it is really not good for your lungs and it's like those are like some of those are going to be some heavy metals that like when you inhale them they're just yours now that literally they're 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 in you now yeah. and that's it they're in you Ugh. forever i have a story uh-oh a new, new segment a new segment, <laughs> a new segment to try this morning after I, I brought my dog out just to, you know, I had to pee, but I was like, my plan is get in, get out. And then all of a sudden across the street, there's this little dog and it, it kind of runs up at us and yaps and then runs back. And I look around and there's no one else on the street. And so I, I walked up, but Bowie, you know, was very excited. So I tied him up to a tree. I walked up and I scooped up this little doggo and I looked around. And as I scooped him up, another woman came out and she's like, is that your dog? I'm like, no, is it your dog? And we're like, fuck. So I then had to stay out for 20 minutes knocking door to door uh, to find this person, this dog's owner. And eventually some like very hectic, uh, frantic woman ran out of her house with her boyfriend. And they were like, oh my God, thank you so much. Our friends left our door open. I'm like, first of all, you shouldn't be having friends over. Second of all, you sh your door shouldn't be left open because there's chemicals out here. But third of all, I'm a hero. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> 
I that felt good. Cornfell box office star saving yeah, cat, all, have you saving seen my film? puppies. I'm gonna rename it to box office hero Zachy Cornfeld. There you nice. go. Wow. Very nice. Now, okay, Eugene. Before this podcast ends, I know that we're gonna be missing you in the in the the day to day of our podcast, but that doesn't mean that you need to be totally absent. I'm wondering if you could hit us with some of those classic Eugene zingers. Give us some quotes that we can maybe use you as a soundboard. You know, maybe some oh, intros. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, give yeah. us load us up with some Eugene goodies. First one can be Jesus Christ, Zach. <laughs> All right, selection one. Shut the fuck up, Zach. <laughs> Pretty good. That'll come in handy a lot. Yeah, we can. Yeah, Miles, let's order a soundboard right now. (laughs) Selection two. Selection two. We get it, Ned. You got a baby. (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's good. It reminds me of this one time Wes was doing something. (laughs) Selection three. (laughs) Keith. (laughs) (laughs) I got a nice one. Well, I assume I assume you said something funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, we can always Sounds assume. About, right? <laughs> and then, uh, and then, selection four, go off, Miles. Oh. Yes, Miles. Oh, fuck, that's gonna be my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea. Are there any uh, future events that you might predict that you'd like to comment on? Mm. Uh, you know, just in oh. the next six weeks, you're not gonna be able to comment on current events, so maybe you want to just get ahead and you know. Give All right, your, so here's some some current events sound bites you can use. Selection one. Jesus Christ, America, what are you doing? <laughs> Good read. Selection two. That sounds quite about white. <laughs> oh, that was like a Dr. Seuss. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. We'll be using that one quite um, frequently. Yeah. And then selection three. Mm, current events, current events, current events. Oh, um, fuck Trump. Mm. All right. Yeah, go off. Good. I was thinking you might do a well. They're all dead now. Oh, oh Jesus! Dark. I, I just it's, won from Eugene. You know, white people be possible. like that. White people be like <laughs> that. Did you see the bubonic plague was found in China too? And we have antibiotics, yeah. so I'm not super concerned yeah, about it. It's just like a thing that happens sometimes, and it's like pretty. It's crazy That's that they really ran, weird. That, ran that headline because it was just like trying to do fear mongering against Asian yeah. countries. We know the world can get tough, but we encourage all of you mm-hmm. to keep trying. No yeah. matter what, keep trying. Keep trying new things, but also just keep trying. Mm-hmm. And we are very excited because we, this weekend, will be launching a Keep Trying t-shirt that you can wear on your chest, our motto, and take that philosophy to your heart everywhere you go. Literally wear it on your heart. Literally wear it on your sleeve. Mm-hmm. Well, not on your sleeve. It's on your chest. It's on your chest. The design your is on your chest. Right. Maybe we have a black and white and a colored version. And yeah, the Keep Trying line is coming out this weekend at tryguys.com. So wait a second. I can catch the bubonic plague and it ain't no thing. Yeah, it's fine. As long as you treat it early <laughs> with antibiotics, yeah, it's really that's a good video, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh I caught, oh my I caught God. the bubonic plate. Are you kidding me? Clickety, click, clack. Oh that would my be God. viral. Look, do I want to catch the bubonic plague? No, but do I have employees, one named Miles, who <gasps> wants to prove himself? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll do Miles, it. Miles, that's a banger. I'll do it, dude. I'll freaking do it for my bosses, bro. <laughs> yeah. I got bubonic Go plague. Go off, Miles. Woo! Yes, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want bubonic plague or maybe some other <laughs> dope viral video ideas, you might need advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could use some advice, which is don't catch bubonic plague. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Advice that'll go for miles with your host. Brave soldier, good sir. It's advice that'll go for miles. Tune it to your radio station. It's advice that'll go for miles. Everyone get ready. Miles Nation. Miles Nation, go! It's advice that'll go for miles. Advice that'll go for miles. What's up, Miles Nation? How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah! Have you ever wanted to do it yourself? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you ever wanted... 
to <laughs> blow bubbles up your ass. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay, don't speak for yourself, guys. <laughs> Hydration is importante. And so is having a ball. Get a soda stream and do it yourself. Okay, okay. Soda is bad for you, okay? And so what you can do is make your own seltzy. And by making your own seltzy, you're freaking living a margarita lifestyle, if you know what I'm saying, compadre. So what no seltzer and margaritas. We're going to want to... You're going to want to get a soda stream. We just got this fresh offline, and it was delivered to my house, and I've been freaking pounding seltzer. I've got one right here. I've got a seltzer. Whoa. That's right. I'll have some right. Oh, you hear that? ASMR moment. Mm. Wow. Also, be careful, Miles. If you put that in the dishwasher, it warps. Oh, yeah. Learn from experience. Don't want to put this in the dishwasher. You can freaking fill anything with bubbles. Milk, pizza, jelly. <laughs> oh. You can fucking do, make oh. anything a seltzer if you want. So have fun. That is, okay, we're talking about bangers on YouTube. Oh, that's a good video. Seltzer. Will it seltzer? Wait, that that's is, a good idea. It's a great that idea. Is a Miles, good idea. Miles, you're in charge of making that video yeah. by yourself Dude, this week. I absolutely will. Will it seltzer? Doing seltzer milk is yeah. so I want to know. Can you do Velveeta cheese as well? Oh, oh seltzer milk. I mean, you can seltzer even seltzer melted cheese. Blend up food and do the seltzer. Queso <laughs> yeah. with seltzer. Seltzer burger. Seltzer burger. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, that's a good idea. Anyway. Yeah. Not- I'll send you a Keith's chicken sauce to seltz up. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fun. I bet you seltzer tea would be good. Yeah. Iced oh. seltzer tea. Like, you know, just give it a little bubble. Give it a little fist. Yeah. Man. Yeah, sure. Uh, I love this advice, Miles. Mm. I'm a huge fan of of carbonated soda. I actually I bought a Soda Stream for our office, and then we stopped using it, so I stole it and brought it home. And I have the Try Guys Soda Stream in my house. <laughs> oh fuck! And awesome. Love it. Love it. Use it every and day. And that's that's the one that you warped in the in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, and then I well, so I stole it, and then I broke it. Oh, nice. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah it company makes me feel property. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how you know it's Zach's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're fans too. We've we had one for a little while. I think we've you know put it in, put it in storage, clear up some counter space, but we bust it out every once in a while. Eugene Good has to have one, that right? Seltzy, that custom Seltzy. Yeah, Ned, Eugene you has a fancy one. Oh shit! Yeah, carbon. They call them carbonators when they're fancy. Dollars. I don't know. I thought I just had the soda straight. Oh, uh, the carbonator travels back in time to to murder a child. <laughs> Ha 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 Keith. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, you just play the soundboard. <laughs> See, it's already working. Keith. <laughs> Go off, Miles. <laughs> oh, I should just give you a simple, that's racist. Yeah, that's Yay. good to have. Yeah, that's good to that's have. Good to have. Handy. You got it. Keep trying. There we go. Keep trying, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to The Tripod. Be sure to subscribe, rate us five stars, and do please, whatever you do, do not check out You Can Sit With Us, available do wherever it. you get podcasts. It's everywhere. Do, do not do rate it. them five stars. Actually do it. It would do certainly it. not help other people discover their podcast. Uh-huh. No, but seriously, we couldn't be more happier for all of the ladies. Uh, they will soon eclipse us in all things, uh, especially popularity. The floor is yours, Eugene. How would you like to end? Uh, I don't fucking know. Keith, hit us with the official <laughs> tripod theme song. We're gonna miss Eugene so much because we love him. 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 And sometimes we think he might even love us. <gasps> it's the tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful. This is the last chance for six weeks to tell us you love us. Do you want to? Oh, my internet connection is going out. Mm-hmm.